I uh, wanted to give you this uh, bonus episode. I recorded this on Christmas Day while I was home visiting my mom. Uh, Just so you know, I will be performing stand-up at the Comedy Store before Roast Battle on Tuesday, January 2nd at 10 p.m. For any updates regarding shows, go to my website, unrulymaruli.com, and you could subscribe to the podcast now on SoundCloud or iTunes, but preferably iTunes. Leave a review. Please let it be a positive review. Otherwise, I'll be buried in the avalanche of Apple iTunes podcasts. Okay, guys, uh, have a happy new year and stay safe out there. I wanted to bring you a uh, a little short diary update. Um, I did post a new episode yesterday, and I um, I proudly edited it while drunk, and it turned out fine. You know, what can I say? I uh, I don't know how not to work, but it is Christmas. I'm in Colorado. I currently have the television on Bravo. And the Nancy Myers film, It's Complicated, is playing. I got this one confused with Something's Gotta Give, but then I realized Something's Gotta Give is the one with Diane Keaton and um, Jack Nicholson. But It's Complicated is the one with Meryl Streep, Steve Martin, and Alec Baldwin. It's hard to keep these Nancy Meyer films um, separate from one another. I don't know which is which sometimes. You know, they're all the same. I I don't want to say that about Nancy. I don't want to insult Nancy Myers and her canon of work, which is very important. But a lot of her films, um, you know, they're uh, romantic comedies, uh, typically featuring an older woman. I'm looking up the filmography of Nancy Myers right now so that we can think about this. Okay. Well, these are the films she directed. So The Parent Trap. That's the one with Lindsay Lohan, of course. <laughs> there's uh what women want loved that movie before i knew the truth about mel gibson i honestly think i could still watch it like if it came on tv right now i could definitely watch what women want because i always found that movie amusing let's see then something's gotta give in 2003 then the holiday which i think is with um let's see oh yeah cameron diaz and uh kate winslet Never saw it. 
<laughs> Should I see it? Okay, and then after that was uh, It's Complicated from 2009. Hmm, this one received a lot of accolades. It was nominated for the Golden Globe Award for Best Screenplay and the Golden Globe for Best Motion, motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Great. And then her latest film after that was The Intern, which I have tried to watch multiple times. I started it on a plane once and uh, fell asleep. So maybe one day I will watch The Intern, which I've heard is a cute movie. So, you know, just enjoying these uh, these nice movies. What else did I watch? I watched uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation twice today. I, I'm kind of like Clark Griswold myself. That's who I identify with. His Christmas bonus was um, less than what he anticipated. And and I didn't get my Christmas bonus on Friday. I was kind of upset about that. I was like, um, <laughs> when am I getting this? Allegedly, I'm getting it next week. I was told it's, you know, it's not technically a Christmas bonus. But, you know... It is Christmas. Technically. Well, I mean, it for me, it is Christmas. For other people, it's not. And that's fine. You know, we can all, we can all live in harmony. I currently am, um, I'm in a little bit of a food coma. So <sighs> I should be able to talk a little bit. Um, I just had a piece of pie with some Cool Whip and it was um, too much for me. Um, what else did I have for dinner? I had, um, well, my mom did a roast chicken because, you know, turkey, turkey isn't that great. Let's be honest. And we eat it only on Thanksgiving. And sometimes she makes ham on Christmas. I had ham last night at a friend's house, but I'm fine with a chicken. Chicken is moist. It's predictable. You know what you're getting with a chicken. Um, we had broccoli with cheese, spinach. Um, some sort of macaroni and cheese, biscuits, oh, and yams, mm-hmm. but she didn't make the yams the way, we have a secret family recipe of yams, and she did something, my mother, I think, forgot to add one of the secret ingredients, and I thought the taste was off, so I did voice my complaints about that, but anyway, so it's the holidays and everybody's, uh, you know, in the midst of it. Everybody's going through it. Tis the season for mental illness. Tis the season for emotions. Um, my trip to Colorado, although it's very brief, it has been, uh, it started out hard. <laughs> so when I, I actually took a flight, I flew out of the Burbank airport. And this is an airport that people, you know, people really talk about this airport. They're like, oh, this is the best airport to fly out of. I don't, I don't see it. I really don't. So I, I made it to the Burbank airport. It was, it was honestly also very crowded. I mean, not as crowded as LAX, but still very crowded. Uh, then I took a short flight to San Jose, um, which is the airport serving the Silicon Valley, which made sense because when I got to that airport, there were a lot of, um, gadget, uh, heavy people there. There were a lot of, um, gadget machines, <laughs> Selling other gadgets. It's very gadget uh, emphasis airport. It was fine. I was there for like an hour. My flight was delayed. 
And then I took a flight from San Jose to Denver. Okay. And then this flight landed in Denver because it was late. We didn't get there till two in the morning. Now I know what you're thinking. Who would do that? You know, who would get into Denver at 2 a.m. or any city for that matter? You know, and then you have to drive an hour. My parents, my parents' house is in Colorado Springs. So I had to drive from Denver to Colorado Springs in a rental car. That's right. Nobody picks me up at the airport. It's fine. I bear this cross. I'm fine with it. I've made my peace with this. I don't need anybody picking me up at the airport. Okay. Not getting picked up at the airport has uh, made me a strong woman. You know, it's really, um, you know, made me more independent, hardened my edges. You know, I don't need anybody. I can do it all alone. So I do it alone. (laughs) So I was waiting for a rental car shuttle with a few other people. And I go through uh, a car rental company that rhymes with uh, fudget. And uh, they did uh, fudge it this time. <laughs> I'll tell you what. So the rental car shuttle like never comes. We're just out there like in the freezing cold. And at first I feel fine because I had, I had two cups of coffee on the plane. Okay. Complimentary coffee from Southwest Airlines. They ask you, you know, cream or sugar. I said cream and sugar. You know, they don't bring you the thing with the cream and the sugar. You know, because how do they know how much cream and sugar to put in your coffee? They're just guessing. I guess they just have a standard amount of cream and sugar that they put in coffee if somebody asks for cream and sugar. And honestly, I could have gone for a tiny bit more cream. It was almost perfect. But just needed a tiny bit more of cream. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. So if somebody from Southwest Airlines is listening to this, please listen to my input. Just a little bit more cream. Anywho, so I'm waiting for the airport uh, car rental shuttle. (sighs) There's an older man there who is, I mean, he's starting to get perturbed, you know, and I'm just trying to stay warm. I'm walking around in circles, you know, trying to stay in motion, stay physical, warm up my body. And he's just saying things like, Oh, just wait till I get a hold of corporate. (laughs) You know, like he's going to go in there like some warrior, you know, complaining about, you know, the plight that he endured. And honestly, it got real bad because we ended up waiting to be taken to the car rental shuttle office for two hours. I'm not even kidding you. So the fudget car rental shuttle never came. Uh, an Avis shuttle came multiple times and we found out that Avis is the same company as budget. So we asked the Avis driver to take us (laughs) to budget and multiple, multiple drivers said no, that they couldn't do that. And then one older guy said he'll take us eventually. I think he was like, I mean, he had to be like in his seventies or late seventies, early eighties. And he's driving a car rental shuttle bus. God bless him. So he takes us to budget car rental. And mind you, you know, we all tried calling. I don't want, I don't want to seem like I didn't do anything because I did call. I called multiple times and the phone was ringing dozens and dozens of times and nobody ever picked up. So yeah, at this point I am pissed, you know, but here's the thing. If you, if you go up to somebody pissed, somebody in customer service and you're already pissed 
and you talk to them like they're garbage, like you're going to have a problem. (laughs) They're not going to want to help you. You know, they're not going to want to help you. So, you know, I calmly approached uh, the man at the fudget rental office and I, um, you know, I was very polite. I, I said, you know, uh, you know, I've been waiting for a little bit. Uh, thank you. And he gave, he gave me actually an upgrade, uh, to a Volkswagen Beetle, um, which has way too many buttons for my taste. I don't know what any of these buttons do. (laughs) I don't even, it's a coupe too. And I don't know, I haven't been able to figure out how to open the trunk. So I, I just rode, I just drove back to the Springs with, uh, with my suitcase in the front seat, <laughs> the passenger seat. I didn't care. I tried for a few minutes. I was like, I can't figure this out. Like there's no lever to open the trunk. Like I, I probably could have looked in the manual to find out how to open the trunk, but you know, I didn't want to go through all that effort. I had to scrape ice off of the windshield. You know, I don't do manual labor. I don't know if you know this about me, but I was not, I was not bred for manual labor. I type. I type all day. That's the most manual labor I'll do. Um, yeah, but the angry guy, <laughs> once we got to the, the rental office, you know, as soon, as soon as I'm leaving with the key in my hand to my rental car, I hear him approach the counter and he goes, excuse me, what's your last name? <laughs> so he was, he was so angry. He was definitely going to give it to them, you know, verbally. He was so mad he was going to call corporate. I don't blame him. I've emailed corporate about things before. Bagel orders gone wrong. If you've seen my act, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but two hours waiting waiting for a uh, a rental car shuttle at the airport. No good. No good. So I finally made it to the Springs. It took me about an hour. Well, maybe an hour and ten minutes to drive from... Denver to Colorado Springs. That's about how long it takes if you uh, really floor it, you know. Um, so I made it here way too late for my taste. At like five thirty. I got here at five thirty a.m. Saturday. I had set up a comedy show for Saturday night. Uh, I called the show "When Worlds Collide" uh, because. Well, we're in Colorado Springs, and if you know anything about Colorado Springs, you know that it's pretty conservative. Um, I can't say that people think that anything is funny here. And if they do, I'm not sure what it is. Um, <laughs> I mean, I grew up here and I, and, you know, obviously I, I have a good sense of humor, but there's a lot of people here who don't have a good sense of humor. We have, um, three military bases here. We have, uh, the Air Force Academy. And then we have Peterson Air Force Base. Then we have, um, Fort Carson, which is a a big army base here. And uh, Colorado Springs is also the home of New Life Church, which is known for its, um, well, wrong opinions (laughs) on most things. So it's very conservative. Uh, There's only like one comedy club here, and it's called Looney's, and I've never performed there. But I guess I would like to. I would like to do... Uh, a guest spot or a feature spot there if I can do that. Um, but it hasn't worked out so far. So what I did was, is uh, 10 days before the show happened, I got the idea to put on a show. And I just decided like, oh, well, I'm going to just put on a comedy show and book it with comics I know. 
because I know a lot of comics in Denver. And I also, um, I was able to book Dave Ross, who I know from LA. Um, he was on here too, because his, his family lives in Colorado as well. Uh, so he was able to do the show. And, you know, I booked it. I did the marketing for it. I found a venue. I found a venue within 24 hours. I'm not even kidding you. Like, that's how, that's how fast this came together. So I'm pretty proud of that. And it went really well. Like, before, before the show even started, though, I didn't have very many pre-sale tickets sold. <laughs> and I was expecting nobody to come. But I had, I had like over 30 people come. I think with the comics and everybody total, it was like 40 people. So it turned out fine. Turned out great. So, um, oh, we also raised some money for Springs Ensemble Theater. You should look up Springs Ensemble Theater. If you're ever in Colorado Springs, you should look them up. It is a theater company that was, uh, part founded by my high school theater teacher. And, you know, I thanked her during the show because I feel like I never would have done any sort of, I don't think I would be doing stand up if it wasn't for her encouragement because <laughs> she was so, so encouraging of me. So, yeah. Um, hmm. So that happened. The show went really well. I, I saw people who I haven't seen in a long time. Um, and they all came to the show and they were very supportive. I saw, I don't know if I could say people's names. Um, these two brothers I used to hang out with, they came. <laughs> That's not interesting, but you know. Um, yeah. Who else? Um, now my friend Miranda came. Shout out to Miranda. And then afterward, her uh, her uncle uh, took us out for drinks and he paid. Thank you. I did have, oh, I don't know how many martinis. Enough. I had like five. I had like five martinis. So we went to a bar called The Hatch Cover. And The Hatch Cover is a bar I used to go to. I mean, I don't know, four days a week, five days a week when I was just out of college. So I had moved back home and it was a bar I was just going to all the time. And I had a lot of fun there, but it's called the hatch cover. Some people call it the snatch, you know, affectionately. People who aren't very clever call it that as well. Um, and yeah, you see a lot of people you went to high school with. I did see some people I went to high school with. Earlier that day, I went to Walmart and I saw, I saw like three or four people that I went to elementary school with. That's how, that's how small of a town this is, basically. I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's a city with like over 500,000 people. I don't know how many people are here now. I'm going to have to Google it. But, um, you know, that's how small it is in this neighborhood where I can just walk to, or go to a certain place, like a store, like Walmart, and just see people who I've known for over 20 years. I mean, that's like, that's crazy to me. You know, they're just, they're just out there. Let's see. Population of Colorado Springs, Colorado. Hmm. Okay, so it says, <laughs> it says the urban population is 559,000 
409, and the metropolitan area is 712,327. And that is, so the urban population is ranked 73rd in the United States, which is interesting. Okay, so we're 73rd in the United States, and we're right after, like, here's the few cities right before us, is New Haven, Connecticut, Akron, Ohio, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Mission Viejo, California, Baton Rouge, hmm, Albany, Springfield, Massachusetts, Fresno, oh, (laughs) Fresno is 63rd, Tulsa is 62nd, that's amazing, I've been to Tulsa and it was very sparse, so, what's after Colorado Springs? Okay, Knoxville is 74th, Tennessee, then Columbia, then Charleston, South Carolina, Um, Ogden, Utah, Cape Coral, Florida, Bakersfield, California. Huh. Didn't know that. Oh, wow. We're bigger than, uh, well, that makes sense. I've been, we're bigger than Boise. I've been to Boise a few times. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Santa Clarita has its own thing. Hmm. I know this is fascinating to you guys. Anyway, so we went to the hatch cover. Um, Someone I went to high school with came and joined us for drinks. So that was good. You know, just catching up with people. <sighs> I really should not drink. Well, <laughs> I mean, I should, I shouldn't drink right now. Sorry, I have Cool Whip and I'm like, there's Cool Whip on, on my, um, pie plate. So. Yeah, I mean, the show was successful. Going to the hatch cover was successful. I mean, there were people who... What I noticed was a lot of the people there now are much younger. I talked to a girl in the bathroom who... She graduated from my high school in 2013. 2013. Is she old enough to go to a bar? I had to do... I have to do math. So if she... (laughs) If she graduated in 2013 and she was 18 in 2013... Then by now, so four years later, she'd be 22. Okay, yeah, I am old. I'm old. It's fine. I'm not that old. I'm, I'm, she's 22. I'm 23 years old. You know, I'll never say my real age on this podcast. That's a bit. So anyway, I am recording this podcast in the bedroom of teenage Heather. Um, the thing that's interesting about my bedroom is my mom hasn't really touched it. There's a lot of uh, memorabilia on the walls um, documenting all of the men who I was attracted to <laughs> as a teenager. Leonardo DiCaprio was probably the most prominent man featured here. Um, we have a Titanic poster to my left hang, hanging hanging right above a man in the iron mask poster. And let me tell you about man in the iron mask. I think it's very underrated. I feel that it was an amazing performance. He does play twins. He plays twins. Louis, the whatever is the 14th, Louis, the 14th twins, the twins, you know, it's the story of the three musketeers, you know, going to, uh, rescue the twin brother of, 
the king who isn't garbage. Like, he's not garbage. Like, he's in an iron mask. And he's in prison. <laughs> it sounds so stupid. I remember the scene where they they get the mask off of his face finally. And his hair is all, like, matted on his face. And Leonardo is, you know, he's like... He hasn't seen light in so long. And, you know, he's just, like, looking at his own hands. And it's very dramatic. Um... But yeah, I think that was an underrated movie. Titanic, of course, you know, classic. I think it's going to be back in theater soon. I definitely will see it uh, for the 20th anniversary. The thing I love about this poster is that on the bottom it says, take the voyage home on video cassette. <laughs> video cassette. And we did have it on video cassette. We had it on video cassette. And then when it came out on DVD, I had the DVD. And I'm not sure where the DVD is now. I don't really need it anymore, obviously, because I think I did. I think I purchased it on Amazon and I have it permanently in my Amazon library. If I ever want to watch it. Heath Ledger is on the wall here. God rest his soul. I have a little um, Knight's Tale poster on the wall. My sister hated a Knight's Tale and I, every time it was on TV, I had to watch it. I've seen a Knight's Tale hundreds of times. Easily. I don't know if it's that many. <laughs> Dozens of times, guys. I loved A Knight's Tale. It was so good. I was so sad when Heath Ledger died. I actually um, wrote him a card when he died, and I put it outside of his apartment in New York. I remember that day. It was very sad. And my mom and I were talking about the other day. It happened in two- He died in 2008, I think. So that's almost 10 years ago he died. Unbelievable. Time flies. We also have uh, Mark Wahlberg, you know, when he was um, not insufferable. <laughs> There's this picture of him where he's like, he's like standing on a bridge thing. And he, he's like, he's he's wearing a shirt, but the shirt's unbuttoned and his abs are just like exposed. His abs and packs and one arm is, you know, resting on this bridge and he's looking into the distance you know broodingly and I, I probably masturbated to this image multiple times um what can I say then there's another picture of him beneath that and I remember this this is from the uh the era of three kings I don't know if you've seen three kings that is it's a David O. Russell movie I think it has to be like maybe his second or third movie his second or third like full-length film I was obsessed with Three Kings. George Clooney looked, he looked pretty good, but I, I watched it for Mark Wahlberg. You know, and in this photo, he's, um, he has a cigarette and he's like, he's inhaling the cigarette very deeply. You know, like it looks like, you know, the cigarette could be, <laughs> it could be a woman he's performing oral sex on. And he's, you know, he's just like looking into the camera. He looks angry and hot, you know. Mark Wahlberg isn't very tall. I think he lies about his height, <laughs> which is fine. You know, I'm attracted to shorter guys, but I think he's the type who would lie about his height or like wear lifts, which is whatever. It's fine. Another Leonardo DiCaprio photo. I think this this one I got from um, one of those uh, teen girl magazines, you know, like Tiger Beat or... I don't know what the other ones are called, but it's a picture of him, I think, at the Golden Globe Awards <laughs> in like a little, a little tux. He looks so young. Let's see. I have a framed uh, poster 
of the Doors at some some music festival they played out in Chicago in 1970. That wasn't always here. That was I think this was um, something that my boyfriend Dave had in his apartment, and I have it now since he passed away. Um, what else? Oh, there's a there's a mask hanging in this room. It's a mask I made in high school. I made it, um, we did like a unit on, um, uh, I think we did this for a Shakespeare play, but we did like a a unit on like Commedia dell'arte and masks. And this is a mask I made for like an evil character. So it's like uh, gray and black and red and it has like a long nose and it's just kind of um, evil looking. Let's see. Oh, a John Mayer poster. And that's where it begins. My obsession with John Mayer. I, I've seen John Mayer, you know, 15 times at least. I don't know how many times total, but a, a lot of times. There he is. Holding a guitar, looking strapping. He's just amazing. What else is in this room? I have some posters for plays I did. I did uh, Picnic by William Inge. I played Rosemary. She was a... um an old maid school teacher, not far off from, you know, what I am now. I'm pretty much, um, an old maid paralegal, you know, unmarried, not betrothed. Was she an alcoholic? (laughs) For some reason, I remember I had to be drunk in one scene. I don't recall. Oh, there's another play I did. What is this one? Oh, you can't take it with you. Mm-hmm. That's a play. I have a certificate on the wall um, for achievement in pre-physics, <laughs> which is the class I took in ninth grade. I think I had like 103% in that class. I did really well. So thanks, haters. Um, I have a lot of books in here. Oh, I have a small bust of JFK. That's a big deal. JFK was a huge deal to me when I was growing up. Um in high school, I got so obsessed with the JFK assassination, and I did multiple projects on it. And one night when I was laying in bed, I hallucinated, and I thought that JFK and his dead body were in bed with me. <laughs> I looked over, and I saw JFK dead in bed with me. He was handsome. You know, if I if I had to venture, am I brave for saying that? Saying that JFK was handsome? Or am I just accurate? I think I'm just accurate. Here's some books. I have so many books in this in this house that I've never I've never taken them with me. Let's see. So I have 1984 by George Orwell, of course. The Joy Luck Club, Life of Pi, Beowulf. Actually, I love Beowulf. I, these are all books I read in high school. I think um, Chocolat we read in high school. Um, oh, To the Lighthouse by Virginia Woolf. <laughs> hated it. <laughs> I read that in high school. Uh, the Stranger by Camus. Um, a lot of these are college books too. Slouching Towards Bethlehem by Joan Didion. Hmm. The Tattooed Soldier, Hector Tobar. Oh, I remember that one. Hmm. The Power of Myth by Joseph Campbell. Oh, I think I should, maybe I should read that again. Um, hmm. A lot of books I read in a journalism class. I, you know, I took a journalism class in college and then I realized I, I didn't care for it. I did not care for it. 
It's dying anyway, I guess. Unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately. Let's see. Oh, I have a, a picture of uh, JFK Jr. in the offices of George magazine. He was good looking, let me tell you. Yeah, the, I mean, pretty much on the wall, I just have all these uh, posters and pictures of, of men I used to think about while masturbating, you know, when I was <laughs> a teenager. You know, what else can we do, you know, when you're young and bored and dumb, young, dumb, and, young, dumb and bored? I'm going to masturbate. That's what that's what people should be doing when they're young, dumb and bored. Anyway, well, you know, I overall I was okay with Christmas. I, I think it's fine. I was a little sad about it, honestly. Um, I felt that I don't know. I just feel like I like this year I went through a lot of challenging stuff, and I'm kind of ready to be done with that. Um, I feel like I've I've been sad enough, and and I'm ready to just not be sad anymore. You know, especially because it's over something that's like, ugh, I don't know, you know, you know, one day you're, you're with somebody and the next day they've betrayed you. And, um, I think that's, <laughs> I think that sums up life. Oh, and then on the back of my door, I do have a, um, an astrology poster that explains all the traits of the, uh, the signs of the zodiac, and yes, I am an Aquarius, and I'm more accurately, I'm also an Aquarius uh, fire tiger. You know, I that is my Chinese astrology sign, a tiger. You know, so I'm bold. I have to be seen, and I'm out there. I'm a leader. I'm fierce. You know, and then the combination of the Aquarius and tiger supposedly supposed to be like, you know, you're somebody who definitely has to be seen, and it's like. Apparently supposed to be like really overwhelming as a combination. My friend's brother was telling me about this. He's really into Chinese astrology, but you know, he said that an Aquarius tiger is something that most people cannot handle being around. And you know what? I get it. It's fine. I'm an intense woman. I'm intense. And I can see that we're at the part in um It's Complicated where Meryl Streep and Steve Martin are they're talking to John Krasinski, who I never liked. I've, I've never found anything appealing about John Krasinski. I don't understand. What do people see in him? I, I thought Jim on The Office was like, whatever. I didn't really care about Jim. I stopped watching The Office as soon as Jim and Pam got married. I didn't care anymore after that. I just stopped. I never finished it. So there you go. I never finished The Office. You heard it here first. I never finished The Office. Come get me. Fight me. So what am I doing the rest of Christmas? Okay, so I think I'm going to go to uh, Denver to do an open mic. And then I'm going to the airport. And I'm heading back to LA bright and early, 6 a.m. I'll be on that plane. I'll be getting my United Miles. If I don't get my miles, (laughs) I won't be happy. trying to build some miles. It's hard trying to build JetBlue miles, United miles. I need to buckle down and just focus on one airline, but they're all flying different airlines. is just something I do. I don't know. We'll see. So I guess that's it. You know, I guess, you know, I came to Colorado Springs. I was here. The show was successful. 
I saw friends who I love, a lot of friends who I haven't seen in years. That was great. And I got to, oh, I played Canasta. I learned Canasta. That was a really fun game to learn. Um, I had multiple martinis that were free, which made them taste even better. Uh, I drank wine. I had some pie. And uh, I watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation twice. I think it was a successful Christmas trip. And I did get to see my mother. And I love my mother. So I guess that's it. And I will be uh, posting a new episode Hmm. with oh i recorded an episode with byron graham so that should be up uh next week as well and as far as shows i will be on